Hey guys, my name's Melissa. Let's talk about anime. Let's talk about episode 15 and episode 16 of Spy Family. So it's been a while since I spoke about Spy Family, but it's mainly due to the fact that I put so many different animes on my plate and the Spy Family is just like such an outlier compared to the rest of the anime that I'm watching this season. Um, so not that I have to be in a specific mood for it, but it's definitely a nice wind down anime to enjoy when you're watching like the carnage and the blood and the gore and the shit of Bleach or Chainsaw Man. So episode 15 of Spy Family is a continuation of the previous arc of, um, Lloyd basically disarming the bomb dog and he didn't fucking kill it i knew lloyd wouldn't kill it because lloyd is such a softy i was like i if lloyd kills this dog he will be like every fuck boy i know even though none of the fuck boys that i have been attracted to have killed a dog before they will somehow still be on the same rank if lloyd were to do that i don't know how that correlates but it does but he manages to like disarm it he throws the bomb into the river and then he just shoves the dog into a dumpster (laughs) And I was so happy. And what makes it all better. So, of course, homie, the dude who's, who, like, sicked the dog on Lloyd, he sees Lloyd, like, kicking ass. And he's like, oh, I got to get the fuck up out of here. So he leaves. When I tell you guys, your came the fuck out of nowhere and kicked the shit out of this dude. And when, <laughs> I love your so much she is so great and then she's just gonna trot her housewife ass straight to the payphone and she was like um one of those terrorists is here and y'all need to come pick him up because i don't know he just he passed out i saw him running down the block i I tripped him innocently and he he suddenly died and y'all need to come pick him up and i'm just a housewife and this has nothing to do with me i'm looking for my daughter She did not, she did not fucking care. So here's my thing. Because this is a kind of like an action slice of life type of show, the most outlandish shit happens during it. So they all reconvene. Mind you, the beginning of this arc started in the morning. It kind of like progresses throughout the day all the way towards the evening. Why the hell did Lloyd tell Yor and Anya I was in the bathroom this entire time? I would have just lied. I would have lied in regards to something else. Why would you say that? Because of course, automatically Yor is thinking, oh, he was in the bathroom because I'm terrible at what I do. I don't know how to cook. (laughs) So Yor is automatically thinking like the reason why Lloyd was indisposed for the entire day is because she basically murdered him. And Anya is just like, she can read both of their thoughts. And she's like, they're both idiots. I think Anya low-key thinks they're both idiots, even though Anya is the biggest idiot of them all. Because Anya, I feel like a lot of this could have been avoided if this girl just stayed put which is true. She's a child. Children love getting into shit that they have no business getting into. So thankfully, they end up being able to keep Bond Man. And Sylvia actually, um, she has this adorable little moment with Anya. I think Sylvia recognizes that Anya's a special child. Like She sees someone who 
knows the dangers of the world and has probably seen a side of the world that Sylvia has been prone to. So she's like, oh, this child has seen some shit. Maybe this dog staying with them will be healthy. So they're able to keep Bond, but, you know, they have to take him overnight to, like, you know, fake ass, you know, fucking Lloyd and Sylvia's team and spy shit, they basically have to take him to deworm him or whatever the fuck they lied to. And then they gave me, like, I want to say it's at least 30 seconds of clips of Bond's past. You guys, when I tell y'all, I actually sat down through that and I cried. It wasn't even anything substantially sad. We just see that Bond was mistreated, of course. He was fed scraps, disgusting scraps, basically ineligible food. And he was experimented on and like treated like dog shit. And I'm just weeping on my bed as I'm watching this because I'm like, what the fuck? Why'd y'all have to include that? Y'all already said he was an experiment. Y'all didn't have to show those because this poor little Bond with his cute little bark, he didn't deserve any of that shit. So that really, that affected me personally. So, um, but thankfully... He's able to um, come home, and it's so cute. They basically recreate the um, future flash forward that he showed Anya in the previous episode. Like, they see, like, this is my family. This is my home. And then the second part of the episode is Anya trying to figure out a name for Bond. So she tries to impress. This is how, this is why I said Anya's not even, she thinks everybody around her is an idiot, but Anya's the biggest idiot of them all. Because Anya is like, I'm going to use this dog to win over Damien's approval. So she goes to school. She's like showing like pictures of the dog, I think, to to Rebecca. Is that her name? What is her sister's name? Not her sister. What is Becky? I think her name is Rebecca, but it's, but Becky is what she call, goes by. So she's showing off the dog and she goes to Damien. She's like, this, I have a dog. And <laughs> Damien tries to be sweet. This is why I actually, I actually like Damien. I think he actually does try to be friends with Anya, but he realizes, oh, Anya's not the brightest light bulb on in the attic. Anya, poor Anya. She ain't that bright. So Damien asks her, like, what is your dog's name? And, Dan- and Anya's like, what? <laughs> I think she said his name is Dog. And Damien's like, what the absolute fuck is your problem? <laughs> it was, <laughs> I was like, Damien really does try for Anya. But Anya's just like, she's, she means well. She really, truly does. But she's not that bright. But thankfully, when she gets home that day, she's able to, you know, oh, he looks like Bond Band. He's Bond. And they give him a little leash. Not a leash. They give him a little um collar, and it's in the shape of a bow tie like Bond Man. And it's so cute. Um, and that was basically episode 15. It was just introducing Bond to the family. And it was very cute and very very sad for those 30 seconds they decided I needed to be traumatized. And episode 16, remember how I talked about how Lloyd should have chose a different excuse as to why he was gone for so long? Well, because he basically 
made your feel like she is a failure as a housewife for putting him on the toilet all day, she decides to go seek out cooking lessons from one of her coworkers, Camilla. And y'all know Camilla. Camilla's the really, really bitchy one, the blonde haired one with the husband who has those wide eyes. Um, she gets out. She wants cooking lessons from her because, you know, Camilla's husband's the nice one out of the two. And he was like, well, Camilla's a great cook, so you should practice with her. And so she's coming home late. And due to this, Anya's fucking starving. <laughs> she's like, when the fuck is mommy coming home? And Lloyd, as he's waiting for Yor to come home, because he's like, we need to eat as a family. So we don't eat until Yor is here. And he's saying how he doesn't like to pry because this is just kind of like an arrangement for them. And he notices she's coming home later and later and she has these scratches and these marks and cuts on her hands and he doesn't question it. And I knew it had something to do with cooking because we all know yours a notorious, like terrible cooker. But the fact that the episode set it up like she was like on the prowl and murdering bitches and that's where she's getting these marks from and all this bloody shit. I'm like, yo, y'all really make your out to be some kind of maniacal, like murderous demon she devil when this girl is the most absent minded individual in the world. But how did I get here? Why am I, what am I talking about? Anyway, Camilla is tasked with teaching Yor how to cook. But unfortunately, the first time they did it, Yor basically nearly killed Camilla and her husband because Yor creates poison. This entire episode reminded me of Persona 4 when they had done the um, <laughs> that fucking field trip that they go on to develop a sense of pride in your neighborhood or whatever. And they're just on that camping trip and Chie and Yukiko are making curry and it has that purple pungent like stink lines stink lines wafting off of it (laughs) and fucking yosuke pukes and then he makes soji eat it and and it basically kills him too oh my god i was like what is wrong with people making it seem like the women in these animes don't know how to cook like the young girls it feels like it's been a running gag that men our teenage men are more prone to household duties, are being well-equipped at household duties, such as cooking, as opposed to the women. And I'm just like, damn, y'all are so rude. But basically, you're nearly killed Camilla and her husband. (laughs) So they invite um, her brother because because he would eat anything from your. Why wouldn't he? He's crazy. Yuri has the meanest sister complex I've seen in a while. Well, not a while. I I watched Black Clover and y'all know that one. That sister complex is through the roof. But it's the fact that so they get Yuri to taste test because they know Yuri won't say anything bad about um yours cooking. And as Yuri is taste testing the food, Yuri is basically throwing it back up. And he's like basic, he's trying to shovel it into his mouth as he's puking it back up. And Yor is like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so glad you like it. And Camilla and her husband are like, homie, he doesn't like it. This is like, this is forced. This is girl, like read the room. He is puking. He is dying. But, um, 
why do they have to give this beautiful man a freaking sister complex? It really breaks my heart that they did this to his character. But I guess, no. I'm, I was trying to like find justification for it, but it just makes me angry trying to justify a sister complex that didn't have to exist. But um, anyway, Camilla tries to help Yor. So she's like, envision a dish that your mother used to cook for you that you can memorize the taste of because it's like quintessential to your childhood. So they picked their mother's stew and had a fried egg on top of it. Why do animes make the food in the shows look so good? I wanted that stew with a fried egg. I don't even like fried eggs, but animes make fried eggs look so good. But Yor is able to recreate that entire dish and Camilla and her husband give her the seal of approval and Yuri actually gives her a a true seal of approval because he was giving her seal of approvals throughout the entire episode that she did not deserve because Camilla and her husband tried a dish that Yuri said it was phenomenal and she was like no no this killed us what are you talking about (laughs) this poor girl but Yuri is able to go home. I mean, Yuri. Yor is able to go home and bring home some of that stew that she made. And and Lloyd and Anya eat it. And they're like, wow, this actually tastes good. Now, here's the issue. Because they can't just let my girl win. They couldn't just let Yor win. Why Yor brings out another dish for them to try? This one didn't have the stink lines. This one didn't have, like, pungent like purple tint to it. It actually looked like a normal dessert. However, they ate it and then they died. And I was like, what the fuck was wrong with that one? Or maybe I'm insane. I might be insane. But the second part of the episode, oh my God, this I was I was uncomfortable too for this Lloyd. Don't worry. So Frankie <laughs> Frankie <laughs> Frankie um, is interested in a girl. He's interested in a girl at a cigar shop. And he's been going every day and developing a lung problem because he wants to talk to this girl at a cigar shop that he does not smoke cigars at. Um, And he asked Lloyd for pointers. And Lloyd is like, I am so deeply uncomfortable right now. Why would you ask me for advice on this? (laughs) And I felt so bad. Oh my God. And so, first of all, Frankie doesn't understand that Lloyd is so terribly socially and probably emotionally inept. He chose the worst possible person, but he thinks because Lloyd is a spy and he has to look up data on people anyway, he may be good at this. And Frankie also went the spy route about it. And he's reading off all the shit he knows about this girl, like her blood type, her address, what she likes, what she doesn't like, her train route home, all this shit. Lloyd is looking at him like he's crazy. He's like, oh, so you're a stalker. You don't like this girl. You want to murder this girl. (laughs) And it's just because Frankie's bad at, you know, Frankie's just bad at communicating with women. So Lloyd makes him a like, a 128-step program on how to talk to women. Frankie's like, are you fucking insane? What is this scenario based upon scenario based upon? Like, basically, all the type of possibilities that could happen if you were to engage in conversation with this girl. Lloyd is terrible with women. Frankie is terrible with women. 
I don't understand. He is so lucky. Lloyd is so lucky. He chose the most absent-minded single woman that he could for a fake wife. Because if your was even a little bit more like emotionally receptive, she would be able to see that Lloyd is 15 years old. He does not know how to talk to me. <laughs> He's ridiculous. I love him so much. But um they eventually Frankie eventually reaches a point of comfortableness and he goes to speak to the girl at the cigar shop because it's not it's not not normal to dress up in a disguise that looks exactly like the girl that your friend is crushing on so he can practice how to converse with her that's not not normal you guys don't question it it's totally normal this is what best friends do this is bros these are bros being bros and bros look out for their bros bro and it doesn't even matter because frankie ended up going to the cigar shop homegirl shot him down and I felt bad because so, as Anya would call it, they're going on an ooting. And as they're walking, they see Frankie. And Frankie um, tells them how they're going to pencil in a date for a different day or something. And basically lying as to why the date didn't happen. And Anya read his mind and it actually turns out it's because um, Frankie wasn't attractive enough for her. And let me just say this because I won't lie. I was here for Frankie when he put on that disguise they had in one of those earlier episodes in season one. I was like, oh, also y'all could have just made Frankie look like this, but y'all instead have him looking like that. Y'all couldn't let two hot men on the screen shine because y'all know Frankie with those bottom eyelashes and that piercing would have been all over the number one rankings over Lloyd. So this is how y'all do me because when I tell y'all I was here for that Frankie, I was here. I was here front and center. I was here for that. And they took it away from me. (laughs) But I felt bad. I actually did feel bad that, you know, nobody wants to hear that. Oh, hey, you're a great person. The only thing that is wrong with you is the fact that you are not attractive enough to me. That hurts. But, um, Frankie goes into a bar to drown away his feelings. And, um, Lloyd does a sweet thing and he actually shows up and they drink together in their, you know, I was going to say marital woes on Lloyd's part, but what woes does he have besides the fact that his daughter is not that bright and his wife is poisoning him? Like, what, what, are, what else is there? <laughs> and Lloyd did mention how this is a loveless job. Like you can't develop strong emotional connections. He said, even if they were to get together, it wouldn't be able to be sustained because this job is, it's not made for you to build everlasting relationships. And it's just sad. I don't want to think about an anime in this regard where at the end of it, it actually goes the way that they try to make it seem like it's supposed to go. Like Lloyd goes to a different mission and he divorces Yor and Anya goes back to the orphanage or something. And Yor goes back to being a quiet civil servant and an assassin. And it's just, I don't want to think about that, but also Lloyd always thinks about it. But you know, this is a very happy, positive anime. So I doubt it'll even move in that direction. So, but anyway, that was episode um, 15 and 16. I don't know why I'm so, like, still talking about this. It was over. (laughs) 
Um, I'm still enjoying it. I really enjoyed this episode. We got some insight on Frankie. We got a little bit more insight on Yor and Yuri. It was nice to see that. Still wishing they will cool it on the sister complex. But um, you know what? Baby steps. I want to see Yuri and Anya interact. I stopped reading the Spy Family manga because the anime is out. And I haven't gotten to the part in the manga where Yuri and Anya actually meet. Because remember when Yuri came over, Anya was in bed. And I don't know if Yuri is actually going to like Anya. I think they're going to have a funny relationship. I just, I want to get to that part already. And I want to see more interactions with Anya in school. I really want to see her in her class setting again. Um... And I think they said next episode, we're actually going to see a little subplot involving Becky, I think. So that's going to be real fun. So I can't wait to talk about that with you guys in the next episode for Spy Family. Um, Remember, you can listen to the podcast and previous entries for different animes at most um, major podcasting streaming services. So iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, AudioMax, SoundCloud, you know, the works. And you can find me under Essential Mel or Essential Mel Talks. You can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter if you just want to further the engagement and we can talk about more anime and shit, you guys. But thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.